Hi, this is Millie, and this is the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. Consider donating to my podcast at www.patreon.com slash narcissistic parents. I will put all of this in the show notes. And please remember to give my podcast a five-star rating so those who need to hear it can hear it. Hi, guys. I hope you're doing well today. Um... I had to come on here today and make this podcast, right? I've made over a hundred podcasts. And, you know, sometimes I just take a topic and, and redo it somehow. Or put a different perspective. Because obviously, I don't have the same opinion as I did when I started doing these podcasts over a year ago. Okay? I just don't. So, you know, experience and the contact that I have with my followers on Instagram, my own support group, it it all changes the way you see different topics in narcissism, okay? So I'm going to start off by saying this. I can't and won't diagnose your mother or father or or whomever, sister, mother-in-law, sister-in-law, whoever it is, as a narcissist. This condition is something that is not diagnosed directly because they won't go to therapy most of the time. And even if they do the, the therapists, a lot of them don't don't see the signs. They're fooled. Right, and it's not the therapist's fault. If they only see them once, they're gonna be fooled. You know that that's what a narcissist does, right? They cover up who they are. But in my case, I'm not even a licensed therapist. Okay, I am a person who has been dealing with narcissism my entire life but just realized this four years ago and have been studying it and like I said before I'm in support groups I run my own group it's it's experience it's research now I'm not saying that I may not know more than a lot of therapists on this subject on this subject but not Psychology in general, of course, they know more. The reason I'm going through this, right, is because a lot of you want me to tell you what to do, right? You're going through a tough time, you're desperate, and you send me a message on Instagram. What do I do? I cannot tell you what to do. Even if I was a therapist, I couldn't tell you what to do. My therapist doesn't tell me what to do. (laughs) Right? She points things out as a possibility. 
right? That's what she does for me. She opens my eyes to maybe this is what's happening. Maybe it's not what you think, especially when it comes to my ex-husband. Um, unfortunately, I don't necessarily agree with everything, and you are allowed not to agree with your therapist because she didn't live through eight years of marriage with him. I did. I know him really well. Um, but I don't want to get into my uh, issue. I want to. I want to continue with. I cannot tell you what to do. If you have already made up your mind on what to do, I can kind of guide you a bit. And that is what my program that I hope to have ready at some point soon will do. Is guide you through if you decide to go no contact. This, These are the things that are going to happen, okay? And this is what you're going to deal with. And this is how you're going to handle these situations. Because even though your specific situation may vary, the overall things that are going to happen after you go no contact happen to everyone. And I can go into that, right? But you can't ask me to tell you what to do. I can't do that. As adults, we have to know what we want for ourselves, right? I went no contact with my mom on the spur of a moment because of an action that she did that was severe. And I felt that she... I I always say she wanted me to die, but it, it wasn't as severe she wanted me to die. She just wanted me to be very, very uncomfortable, okay? And that was uh, four years ago after Hurricane Irma passed. The power was out where I live, and they're 15 minutes away, and they got power back. Two days later, we got we didn't get have power for 10 days, and it was 100 degrees out two days after the hurricane. My husband was feeling sick. It was so hot in here. I can't even, you know, I can't even describe to you. The floors were wet. I mean, that's how hot it was. It was so hot and humid. And they didn't tell me they had power. She was punishing me. Okay? So that is what made me go no contact. I knew that I couldn't be around a person regardless of who they were to me who was trying to make me feel sick and uncomfortable to that extent. So I cut ties, but I didn't ask anybody. And this is not me being angry at you guys. This is me showing you that that is a decision that you have to make on your own. It is not a decision that anyone is going to tell you to do. Okay? And the reason is no one wants to be responsible for having you do something. And then what if if you decide that's not the right step for me? Right? So I can't decide for you. I'm sorry. 
those of you that have been listening to me for a long time or have recently just heard a lot of my podcasts know that I am for no contact. Um, the reason I am for no contact is that you cannot heal while you're being abused. That's impossible. Okay? That is like someone's hitting you with, you know, a whip and you have you have marks on your back and your body's trying to heal those wounds, but the very next day they hit you again in the same exact place. They can't it, your body cannot heal that. It works the same with your psychology, you know? You cannot heal something that is being opened up every day. Not only that, but stepping away from the abuse makes you see clearly. Believe me, before you step away and say, I'm not going to take this anymore, you're not going to see what they're doing. But you will when you step back. You will when some time passes and you look at the things that they did. You look at my posts on Instagram. You start to relate those posts and my podcast to your life. That's why I'm for no contact. But the problem with me not giving you that advice and go, yeah, absolutely. You need to get out of the relationship with your mother. Is because I don't know what the situation is. I can't tell you, yes, go, be no contact with mom, unless you've already made that choice, okay? So I'm sorry, I feel bad that I can't be that person that gives you permission one-on-one. What I am going to do is give everyone permission who's listening right now to put yourself first it is not selfish to put yourself first okay it is not selfish it is not selfish to take care of yourself in any way shape or form So I'm giving all of you permission to do what you need to do to feel better, to stop being abused psychologically and emotionally because those scars are forever. So I'm giving all of you permission, the permission I cannot give you one-on-one. I'm giving it to all of you that listen to this. If you feel that a person, regardless of what's wrong with them, this is not about them. That's another issue is a lot of you want me to say your mom's a narcissist. So then that is the permission to go into contact. It doesn't matter if the other person, regardless of who they are, mom, Boyfriend, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It could be anybody. Friend, coworker, boss, whatever. If this person is hurting you 
every time you talk to them or you're around them, you start to have anxiety. You want to leave. Or when you do leave their side, you feel gross inside. I give you permission to take care of yourself by not speaking to them. I give you that permission. Okay? But I can't make that decision for you. You have to make it. Okay? Like I said before, I'm not a licensed therapist. I can't one-on-one tell you that. What what I'm here for is for those people who've already had that kind of epiphany that Oh my God, I grew up and I was abused growing up. And not everybody sees it or it's normalized, right? Or abuse is something that we didn't see as abuse. We saw it as my mother loves me and this is how she shows it. And it's disgusting. That's how they, that, that's how they work. I've recently gotten in contact with a friend that, that, because both of our mothers are toxic, they stopped talking, so we stopped talking. But we started talking again. I don't even remember how. I think it was just a casual thing where I friended her on Facebook, and then she, I, I told her my story. I told her what happened with my mom because I, I, I don't know what made me tell her. Because most of the time, I'm just afraid to tell people just like you. I'm in your shoes. Right? I say that a lot. And I told her. I told her I haven't talked to my mother in, you know, whatever it was. Three years because of this, this, and this. I found out I had three brothers that I didn't know existed. And and the Irma story I just told you. And then she opened up to me. And, wow, you know, we had very parallel lives and we didn't know it we were just living them so so distantly because her mother and my mother didn't get along so so we stopped talking too it was it doesn't matter why we stopped talking but it was a a teenage problem that, that our mother shouldn't have never gotten involved in right let let us resolve it that's that's part of letting people grow up so We've gotten in touch again, and every time we talk, it's amazing the things that she says and the things I tell her because we live the same life. We we really did. Down to things like, it, it's crazy. We got married the first time one month apart. We got divorced. We're both Cuban, so we both married Cuban guys the first time and white guys the second time, <laughs> which is just, it's a coincidence, but... Um, it's funny how our lives took a very similar path. We both went into human resources. That was my career for a long time, and she's still doing it. I'm I'm currently just not working because of my my autoimmune disorder. But um, <clears throat> what I want to tell you is, I can't tell you whether the person that your mom, you know, because most of you do. I mean, my, I'm, my, my name on Instagram is escaping narcissistic mothers. It's not, you know, I, I do talk about it generally. But, you know, most of you, it's your mother. 
or your mother-in-law, right, who's the problem, it doesn't matter if they're a narcissist or if they have bipolar, but not bipolar, borderline personality disorder, which even I have thought maybe my mother has, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they don't f- fall into any category. If the if a person is toxic to you, that's all you need to get rid of them. You don't need my permission. You don't need my thumbs up. Now, I was talking about the program and saying that my program is just for... No, it, my program is not just for people who have decided to go to contact. It's not... I'm going to tailor it for people who also have decided to stay in contact. Okay? Of course, always with the hope that those people will realize that they cannot stay in contact and eventually go into contact. Um, But I can't make that decision for you. And that's not something I will ever do. Is say, you need to go with no contact. It, I will support you if you tell me, I want to be no contact, but I'm stuck. Yes, that is something that will brainstorm a little bit, right? Chatting on how you can get out of the situation. But that's after you've already told me that you're ready, right? But I'm never going to tell you, you need to go no contact, Right now, when you ch- when you send me a message and say, "How do I stop my mother from blah blah blah, whatever it is," right from talking about me behind my back to people, from calling me names, I can't stop your mom. You can't stop your mom. That's something you need to understand. We are only responsible for our own actions. We cannot control or stop someone from doing anything. We have to control our own behavior. And that's the point where I say, well, there's nothing you can do about that. You can't stop your mother. You have to decide what your behavior is. What, what the, the change is going to be with you, not with them. Right? And a lot of you write comments and again, I'm not upset at this at all. It's, I'm trying to clarify things for, for a lot of you. When you tell me, well, I did this and that showed her, you showed her nothing. Okay? Remember, the reason that you do anything is for your, your benefit, not their demise. Right? You cannot get even with a narcissist. That is impossible. The only thing that you can get even with a narcissist with about is being happy without them. That's the only thing. And you can't fake it, right? You actually have to be. And if you're actually happy without them, you're not thinking about them. Do you do you see where I'm going there? I mean, it's it's a cycle. It naturally happens. If you're happy without them, you're not doing anything to make them happy or unhappy. You're concerned with yourself. Right? So, 
that's why I can't tell you do this or do that. You have to be ready, right? And if you're not ready, it's not going to work. The guilt is too much. Guilt is what stops you from going no contact. And the guilt comes from so many places. Number one, it comes from just the inner um, voices of your own abuser, right? Your mom telling you that it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. Then you have the flying monkeys telling you it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. And then you have society as a whole saying it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. I get infuriated when I watch a show on TV or a movie and there's a clear narcissist, a narcissistic mother in the in the in the movie or in the TV show and they show them at the end as resolving their issues. Not possible, not a real narcissist if they can resolve their issues. If they end up seeing things through their child's eyes and have an epiphany. That doesn't happen with narcissists, okay? So please, when you watch a movie or a TV show with a narcissistic mother, just remember this is a character and it's fake and this doesn't happen, okay? Not if they're real. Narcissists, they don't, they don't change, They never see the error of their ways. They just get worse as they get older. And I spoke about the TV show Fantasy Island in my last podcast. And I loved it. And then the very next episode, which was the next day, I was disappointed because it was about a narcissistic mother. And they portrayed her narcissistic and I and I knew I told my husband I said oh she's gonna change her ways by the end of this episode and of course she did and I said you know this is this is what's keeping so many of my listeners so many people stuck with their mothers thinking one day that's what's gonna happen with their mother but the truth of the matter is if they are a narcissist they are not going to change it is up to the child it is up to the grown-up child to say, I'm not taking this anymore, right? But I can't tell you that. It's up to you. So my program hopefully will address the people that are still in contact. And I'm not going to say in, at any point, I'm not, I'm not telling you. Go no contact. I'm going to give you the tools that I know to deal with a narcissist when you have to deal with them, right? Going no contact is a very personal choice, and I am not, I can't be responsible for helping you if you haven't decided that yet, right? It's up to you to decide. It's up to you to be fed up. Or it's up to you to say, I can deal with this. I'm not ready to let go. And both decisions are fine. Right? But I can't change your mom. 
That's one thing. I can't change the mom, the sister-in-law, the sister, the mother-in-law. I can't change them. I can't tell you how to change them because nobody can change anybody else. But I, I can guide you through this is how you're going to behave around them if you're in contact. And, you know, what no contact is, which still... um. In in my support group, the one I belong to, I still see the women saying, I've been no contact for four months, and I and I texted my mom yesterday. No, that's not no contact. No contact, zero contact. You're texting mom. You're in contact with mom. No contact doesn't mean I don't call her. No contact means I have blocked her. From social media. So don't complain about anything she posts on there that you saw. Because that's your fault. (laughs) That you saw it. (laughs) Right? The idea is to protect yourself. Not not to continue to be poked at. If you decide to go into contact, you have to do it the right way. But that's that's another podcast. So I thought I'd come on here. I don't know what I'm going to make the title of this. I don't know what I'm going to name this podcast because it's kind of, it's kind of, I don't want to say I can't make the choice for you, you know, which is what this is about. You know, I, I can't choose for you, but I want you to choose for yourself. Okay, maybe that's what I'll name it. Choose what's best for you. Um, And then there's, there's those people who stay that are low contact. That situation where you still text with mom every once in a while, that's low contact, not no contact, by the way. And low contact works for some people, especially if you don't live near mom. It's really easy and it is effective because you're still, you still get that distance. But if you're close physically, like you live near mom, low contact is very difficult to do because the narcissist doesn't understand low contact. Um, you have to be very strong in order to, to do it. Okay, so I've gone over my um, allotted minutes. Not I don't have allotted minutes. It's just I don't like to go over a certain amount of time because I want my, my podcast to be long enough for you guys to listen to it in the car on the way home. And I know I have listeners from all over the world, which I appreciate. Hello, all over the world. Um, I just like to keep it at... 20 minutes this one's going to be close to 30 because it's an important one okay it's an important one and i want you guys to understand that okay all right well i love you very much i hope that this really more than many of my podcasts that this one is one that you understand that you get that touched you that you understand why I can't tell you what to do, but that every decision you make should be based on what's best for you and not if you're angry, you want to get even with that narcissist, but you can't 
that's not going to do anything. The narcissist is is only going to get supply from your anger. So make your choices as an adult and for you. Not to get even. Okay? And please really think about it. Really think about what's going on. I didn't think too much. I knew that if someone is willing to make me feel that uncomfortable with 100 degree weather outside and no air conditioning and no power, that that person did not belong in my life. I didn't have to think. I'm glad I did things the way I did. That was just the straw that broke the camel's back. But we all have to decide what's best for us, regardless of what anyone else thinks. And that's what I'm here for, to help you when you've made your choice. Because I can't help you make that choice. All right, guys, I love you. And until next time.